Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Mindful Manager Podcast. My name is Art Burns, and I'm your host. And I'm here, really delighted to be here to talk about mindfulness as a practice that you can do every day in your life, whether it's formal practices that we talk about here every Wednesday, uh, or it's the informal practices that I talk about every single other day. Uh, the things that we can do to cultivate this sense of paying attention on purpose, in the present moment, non-judgmentally, and the wonderful, wonderful benefits that this practice can provide us in terms of emotional intelligence and stress reduction, among many, many other things, a growing sense of empathy, a growing uh, capacity for compassion, just all kinds of things that can benefit you in your life in so many ways, almost too many to number. Uh, <laughs> that's why I'm on episode number 147 now, and I still haven't even scratched the surface, to be honest with you. Um, so, But today we're going to continue uh, talking about the seven pillars of mindfulness, and today we're up to number six, uh, which is acceptance. Now, this is a really, really big one. Um, if you if you think about acceptance, what acceptance means is to you know just simply take things for what they are. Okay, good, bad, doesn't matter. It's you're you're taking it for what it is at this moment. Now, you know, if you look at that in the sense of, of mindfulness, you could look at that as the opposite of judging, right? So, so the sense of, of acceptance means that you're, you're not judging something as either being good or bad or positive or negative. You're simply taking it for what it is, whether it's positive, negative, good or bad, whatever it is, you're just accepting it for how it is in this present moment. And this is so central and so key to mindfulness. And that's why um, practicing acceptance in and of itself, you know, independently of the practices that you're doing in mindfulness is going to help you to develop more mindfulness in, in your formal and informal practices. And, and at the same time, just like the rest of these pillars, uh, practicing mindfulness, practicing paying attention on purpose in the present moment, non-judgmentally, is going to help you to, to develop a sense of acceptance. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Acceptance is something that's kind of hard, you know, it's almost like the non-striving, that it's hard for people, especially in this Western world where we have so much control over so many things in our lives that, that you know, to, to this sense of the, the idea of acceptance to some people is, um, is a little hard to accept. <laughs> Pardon me for throwing that dad joke in there, but, uh, but it's true. You know, a lot of people feel like, um, you know, first of all, a lot of people associate the, the sense of acceptance with uh, acquiescence, right, which is, which is not really what we're talking about, okay? Um, you know, to, to, to accept something for how it is right now in this present moment does not mean that you have to resign yourself to living with the way things are, okay? And it doesn't mean that you become more passive or more uh, or less, you know, active about things and less, um, you know, it doesn't mean to relinquish the desire to improve yourself, okay? This is not, you know, the, these ideas are not mutually exclusive, as they say. Um, acceptance really means to just simply see things for exactly the way they are. And, and so many times, you know, as, as human beings, we have this tendency to, to try to change the way things are before we accept them, okay? And that's, and that's where we get into this sense of, you know, of judging and, and also the sense of, of either clinging to the things that we feel are good and pushing away the things that are bad, right? And, and when we do that, right, like when we, when we, you know, deny the way that things really are 
as they are in the present moment. And we try to, you know, sort of, um, you know, in that denial, we, we, you know, we kind of, you know, like I say, we push away the bad things and we cling to the good things. And when we do that, we kind of use up a lot of the energy that we have to make things change and to, and to, you know, to improve those things that we see as not beneficial to us and to, and to, um, you know, and to gravitate towards those things that we do feel are beneficial to us, right? In that, in that sense of, of, of pushing away and clinging to things and judging the things the way that our minds tend to do, we actually expend most of the energy that we have to, to actually make those changes, right? And so that's where acceptance really comes in. So let me give you a couple of examples, okay? So, um, you know, for instance, if you talk about, you know, if, you know, for myself, I've always struggled with my weight of my body, you know, ever since I was a young person, a young, uh, even in my childhood, I was overweight and it's always been a thing for me. Right. And so, and so it's always been very difficult for me to accept the state of my body. Right. I've always had this sense of like, it's not what I want it to be. And therefore I don't accept it. Right. But if I can't accept the, the, the way my body is right if I can you know without without again resigning myself to how it is but if I can accept the fact that yes I am I do have a weight issue therefore I can then make the changes in my life that will serve the desire that I have to to you know to you know reshape my body as a healthier sort of thing right but in my in my experience what i had done in my life was you know instead of accepting that I was overweight and, and instead of, you know, in that acceptance, gaining the perspective and the ability to make the changes in my life so that I would lose weight and, and, and get a body that I'm more, you know, satisfied with or more in line with what I see in myself. What I would do instead of that is I would just buy bigger clothes, you know, and I would, I would spend more money on my clothes and on my haircuts and on my, you know, my image in general. So that I would sort of mask this idea that that my body was not what I wanted my body to be, and um, and and in in doing that, you know, all I did was I avoided the actual you know, the actual truth of the matter, which was just that I, I was simply overweight. And, and, but, but once I was able to accept that fact a few years ago, right, <clears throat> then it became much easier for me to simply make the changes in my life, you know, went on a diet, started exercising, started control, you know, started changing the types of food that I ate, you know, and the quantities of food that I ate. I started, you know, walking to work instead of taking the car. I started, uh, you you know, parking at the end of the parking lot when I would go to the grocery store so that I had to walk X amount of steps before I got into there instead of getting the closest spot available to, you know, to make things easier for myself. And so what I'm trying to explain to you is that only when I accepted the truth of, of my body shape and I only, ex- only when I accepted the reality of what it was, was then I was able to, um, to make those changes, right? Because up until then, I spent all my energy just sort of masking it and and sort of, you know, denying the fact and and just not letting people see that fact, right? As opposed to, you know, and I spent all the energy worrying about how people saw me rather than 
you know, rather than simply accepting what was real and what was the truth, you know. And um, now, obviously, you know, when you talk about losing weight, I mean, I, I at, at my worst, I was truly obese. You know, I've, I've actually lost a few years ago, I lost 100 pounds, like legitimately, you know. So, um, you know, so, so it's it's that's a big thing in my life. Right. And, and so that was sort of maybe a, a difficult thing to accept, you know, but, you know, over the course of years. But but it doesn't have to be the big things in our lives that I'm talking about here. It when we talk about acceptance in the um, in the context of mindfulness, right? It can be little tiny things all day long, right? For instance, <clears throat> when you're late for something, right? It doesn't mean that you're going to, you know, not worry about being late. It doesn't mean that you're going to simply, you know, just blow off being late and you're just going to be complacent about being late and just be late all the time and have your life fall apart because you're late all the time. But so many times when we're, <clears throat> when we are late for something, you know, we have this tendency to like beat ourselves up over it, right? Like we have a tendency to, to say like, oh my gosh, you know, I can't believe I'm late. I should have left earlier. I, I, you know, I shouldn't have taken this route. I, I knew I would hit traffic here. What's wrong with me? Why don't I ever learn? How come I'm, I'm always doing this, right? And so, so, you know, this judgment that we have surrounding this situation, all it does is creates more tension and more stress for us, right? Whereas if we can simply accept the fact that we're late, then we can make, you know, we can make accommodations for the fact that we're late. So we can send an email or we can make a phone call or we can send a text message and, and we can, you know, accept the blame for being late for whoever is waiting for us. And, and just in that process alone, you know, just accepting the fact to the point where we are willing to say, you know what, I just made a mistake and I should have left earlier. I'm really, you know, sorry to, to make you wait, but I appreciate you waiting. Just doing that can lower the stress levels immensely, right? And and can really make us just simply feel better about what it is that's going on, right? Um, I actually just got off of a, uh, a call uh, with a client a few minutes ago who... Um, who she works in an aviation setting, right? And they were doing some, you know, where she, she works on uh, airplanes, like in the uh, tech, you know, the electronics part of the airplane, right? And, uh, and there's a rules, there's certain procedures and rules that they're supposed to follow. And, and in this one instance, she, she made a mistake and she didn't follow the procedures that she was supposed to follow. And she told me that before she was able, you know, before she practiced mindfulness and before she was, you know, you know, practicing on a regular basis, mindfulness, um, she, she would have really started beating herself up over this. She would have really, you know, gone hard on herself. And, and in that going hard on herself, what she told me in this meeting is that it, it wouldn't have changed the the mistake that was made right like the mistake is still the mistake but the only difference would be that she would just feel a lot worse about herself and and would make the matters you know would make whatever went wrong just much much worse right and so and so that's the other side of what we're talking about here with acceptance is that when we can just accept the reality of whatever is happening right whether it's a mistake we made at work whether it's not leaving earlier enough so we could um so we could get to where we're going on time or, or it's something big like our, our body shape or, or the loss of a loved one or something like that. Like when we can accept it, 
right? Then, then not only does it, you know, it, it doesn't really change whatever it is that happened, right? It doesn't, you know, accepting it doesn't mean that you lose the weight automatically. Accepting it doesn't make you early. Accepting doesn't take away the mistake that you made at work. But what, what it does is it eliminates the extra, you know, pressure that we're putting on ourselves and the extra tension that we're adding to ourselves and the extra stress that we're going to feel. And really at the bottom, at the end of the day, it's eliminating that extra level of suffering that we're going to feel because of this non-acceptance. All right. So, so what I'd like you to do is I would like you to, for the next, um, you know, couple of days or just tomorrow or just today, whatever is, is try to try to notice yourself, you know, Try, try to notice when you are actually accepting what the reality of what's happening and try to be mindful of that process, right? Like try to really, you know, above all else, right? Like understand that, 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 you know, nothing is going to physically change in, in the, in the situation that, that you're talking about, like whatever situation you're going to apply this to, but, but simply try to just accept that things are as they are and see if you can do that a couple of times, you know, during the next couple of days, you know, um, you know, formally you might want to, uh, set a timer on your, on your, your uh, phone or something to remind you to do this. Uh, or you could just, you know, set the intention to do it, um, you know, first thing in the morning and then again at night. Um, but, but see if you can do this a couple of times in the next couple of days and see how it feels, you know, when, when you can really embrace this acceptance. I, I, get, I, I really feel strongly that you're going to feel a huge difference in your stress level as you do this. All right, so if you have any questions about this or anything else, as always, I strongly urge you to, to get in touch with me if you would like to, okay? There are two really easy ways to do that. Um, the first one is to simply send me an email, okay? Art at artburnscoaching.com. Uh, the second way would be to, to book what I call a virtual cup of tea. And you can do that on my uh, website. Now, there is no real drinking involved. I mean, I usually have a cup of tea during these calls and you're welcome to make yourself a cup of tea. But the idea is that we will spend some time together just like two people sitting down for a cup of tea. And the purpose of calling it a cup of tea is that there's no, it's not a pressure situation, right? This is not a sales thing. It's not a, uh, 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 an evaluation. It's not a consultation. It's just two people sitting down and talking. And if you're interested in doing that, the way to do it is to book it through my website. You go to my website, artburnscoaching.com. And uh, up there along the top uh, banner of the front page, there's a, a, a tab that says, virtual cup of tea. You click it, you, uh, you go into my uh, calendar program, which has already been cross-referenced among a couple of other uh, programs and uh, other calendars rather, so I can't double book. And then you, you simply choose a time that works for you, uh, click on it, put in your email, put in your phone number, and, and we're set. And, we'll, and you and I will spend you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes, whatever it is, uh, talking about whatever you want to talk about, whether it's uh, this, this, uh, one of these pillars of mindfulness or or, or maybe you do want to uh, explore the option of working with me, or you want to uh, talk to me about how you talk to a friend about mindfulness, anything under the sun, whatever it is that you want to talk about, I'll be an open book for you. All right. And I would love to hear from you. I've heard from quite a few people, uh, quite a few listeners to this podcast, and I always really, really enjoy the conversations and so do they. So, so you could be one of those people if you're interested. And anyway, um, I, I just really, I welcome it. I invite you to it. And, um, 
<laughs> yeah, that's it. So other than that, I just want you to know that I wish you well. And uh, and I'll be back again tomorrow with the, uh, well, tomorrow's Wednesday. So we'll be doing a practice tomorrow. Uh, I'm not sure what practice it's going to be uh, just yet, but uh, but I'll come up with something tomorrow. And I look forward to sharing it with you. And, um, and then on Thursday, we'll do the last of the uh, seven pillars of mindfulness. Um, and sort of wrap this uh, sort of segment up. And that last one is perfectly timed, uh, letting go, all right? We're going to talk about how letting go is so much a part of mindfulness and how practicing letting go can really be beneficial to us. All right, everybody, have a great day. I wish you well. Take care. Bye-bye.